This is an ABC podcast. Fierce. Girl power. This is a story of the girl who helped the women that no one else would. Dr. Catherine Hamelin. Written and read by me, eight-year-old Eliza Napska. Everybody, please welcome Dr. Catherine Hamlin. Catherine took a deep breath and walked onto the television set. Applause grew louder and louder as the studio audience rose to a standing ovation. She was appearing on one of the biggest TV programs in the world, a show that had more than 50 million viewers every week. The Oprah Winfrey Show. At first, Oprah wasn't sure about interviewing Catherine. She thought her work sounded a little bit, hmm, daunting. When Oprah found out more about it, she was so moved and thought it was so important that she wanted the whole world to know. Congratulations, Dr. Hamlin. I believe this is God's work on earth, what you are doing, Oprah said. Tell us your story. Eleanor Catherine Nicholson was born in Sydney in 1924. Catherine was always adventurous, camping, riding horses and climbing trees. When she was 12, Catherine was sent to boarding school a long way from home. But if Catherine was scared or sad, she didn't show it. She studied hard and decided she wanted to become a doctor. She became an obstetrician and a gynaecologist. That's the sort of doctor who looks after women having babies. Catherine married another doctor, Reg Hamelin, and they had a baby of their own. Reg, look at this, Catherine said, pointing at an article in the newspaper. Wanted. Midwives in Ethiopia, Africa. Midwives help deliver babies. Catherine knew they were qualified to help. Let's do it, she said. It wasn't long before the call came. You've got the job. When can you start? Catherine looked at Reg, wide-eyed. We're moving to Ethiopia. After a long journey, the Hamelins arrived. Everything was different in Ethiopia. The cities were choked with traffic. The mountains and forests were home to elephants, monkeys and hyenas. The food was spicy and no one used cutlery. And the locals spoke so many different languages. But the main big difference that stood out to Catherine was that back then, Ethiopia was a dangerous place to be a girl. Sometimes girls were forced to get married as young as nine years old, when they were still kids. Just a few years later, they'd be pregnant, even though their bodies weren't ready to have babies. There also wasn't much medical help, and lots of the girls and women lived in villages far, far away from hospitals. Sometimes things went wrong, and their babies took a long time to be born. Sometimes the women, girls and their babies died. New mums often ended up with an injury called fistula that meant they could not control when they needed to go to the toilet. Sometimes they were abandoned by their husbands and families because they smelled bad. 
This is awful, Catherine thought, but I can help. Catherine treated the women and girls with love and care. She knew the problem could be cured with surgery and better treatment. Once Catherine proved she could fix the injuries, word spread and lots of women travelled to see her. Hamlin's opened a hospital in 1974 and started a foundation to raise more money to help Ethiopian mums. The hospital was on a hill surrounded by banana trees and blossoming jasmine and roses. Each patient was given a bright, colourful, comfy blanket when they arrived at the hospital. We'll take care of you here, Catherine said. In 1993, Catherine's husband died. She was very sad and scared about running the hospital on her own. Maybe I should leave, she thought, but her dream to stop the problem facing Ethiopian women was too important, and she stayed. When the women felt better and were ready to leave the hospital, Catherine gave them a brand new dress. We're not patching up old people for a few more years, we're giving a young, beautiful woman a brand new life, Catherine said. The Hamlin's Foundation opened five more hospitals and a college to train midwives to help women have babies safely. And none of their patients ever had to pay for their treatment. Oprah even visited Catherine in Ethiopia and donated more than half a million dollars to build another wing on the main hospital. <laughs> She also gave $100 to each of the patients, which was the same as an entire year's salary in Ethiopia. <gasps> Catherine worked for more than 60 years to help more than 60,000 women. In 2020, Catherine died at her home in the beautiful flower-filled grounds of the first hospital she opened. But even though Catherine Hamelin is gone, her work will still go on. Before she died, Catherine had this message for the world. My dream is to eradicate obstetric fistula from Ethiopia. I won't do this in my lifetime, but you can in yours. This story was written by me, Eliza Naska. I think Dr. Catherine Hamelin is fierce because she was brave enough to move so far away from home. And she was determined to finish her work. She was also kind and treated people with love and care. And I hope to one day have a job where I can help people like Dr. Catherine Hamelin. Roll the credits. This special series of Fierce Girls is produced by a bunch of fierce women. Our producer is Alex Lowellback, script editor Samantha Turnbull, and Isabella Tropiano is a sound engineer who puts in the cool sound effects like this one. The executive producer is Monique Foley. Kelly Reardon is the boss who lets us make fierce podcasts like this one. Fierce Girls is a production of the ABC Audio Studios. To hear more stories about Fierce Girls, go to the ABC Listen app 
or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And once you're finished, you should totally check out two other great ABC Kids podcasts, Story Salad and Short and Curly. Don't forget to tell your friends. And remember, keep being fierce.